What are you waiting for? You introduce it. <laughs> you talking to me? You do it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. Boo. More energy, more energy. Now you got to be exciting. I mean, what up? Welcome to Wyatt Heart. I know. That's all Morgan. That, that, that is, but today I don't have it either. So welcome <laughs> back. It's been a long week and it's not even over. It's been a long week. I don't know if you're going to get it any more like energy out of me than this, at least for the next six months. <laughs> oh my God. Those recordings will probably be the most funniest shit ever. Like when you're, when you're like, I don't want to say, well, yeah, when you're sleep deprived because of the newborn. That's not funny. I'm going to start recording and be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not doing this today. (laughs) We'll be back. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back. Oh, my God. But today is not it. (laughs) And on that note, don't forget to follow us on social media at YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And follow our honorary co-host, who should probably just be a regular co-host now, Steph, (laughs) at Bad and Bookie on Instagram and on YouTube. Welcome back to the last episode for these hollow vows. Man, uh, we read chapters 30 through 37. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to be reviewing those and giving our final rating for the book. Yes. Just so that there's no surprises, I'll go ahead and tell you I, I I was excited because my theories actually came into fruition, which was really amazing considering the fact of, or the, um, the amount of information that we didn't get. And um, I think that was the only reason why I was excited for the end of the book. Other than that, I don't think it did a lot for me personally. I know what it is though. I know what it is. It's because you didn't get fucking spice. (laughs) (laughs) If you would have got more spice, you would have been like, hi, this is, this is good. I don't know. I've, I think if we would have gotten more of Finn, then I think we would have liked it a little bit more. Because in reality... Yes, and more context. Yeah, because in reality, I feel like what ended up happening was we got a taste of Finn, and then like 95% of the book was all bash. And I was like... Like you were trying to force me to like this man, knowing I don't fucking like him. That's exactly what it was. It was you were... Like, the author was trying to give you... Trying to make you be sympathetic and fall for bash so hard. And yet... In the background, you're dangling Finn. And I'm like, but I want to know more about Finn. I want to know more about that one. I want to see Finn and Bree's relationship develop Correct, more. yeah. I want to see her struggle between having to choose between the two of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just, I, I didn't get that, so. I get that. She was very much, like, in, in this book, I don't know about the second book, but in this book, she was very much, it was trying to give a conflict but she just kept going back to Bash. So it was regardless of how much she kept saying, I love Bash, but I have feelings for Finn. She leaned so much towards Bash that whenever she brought up these feelings she claims that she had for Finn, I was like, but where? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, where are these things? Because I don't see a true conflict. I get it. She was trying to set it up for the end of the book to be like, ha, surprise, he's actually not the greatest guy in the world. I'm like, bitch, I already fucking knew that. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come on like in Akatar when you fall off of Tamlin you know but hey don't bring that shit up don't bring that shit up <laughs> you know I maybe she tried to reenact that falling form but you know I do agree where she kept saying she had feelings for Finn and he had kept repeatedly telling her 
you've already claimed him. You've already, you know, she would, he would sometimes mm-hmm. catch us slipping up saying queen and all that, those things. Like it, I get that. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into these chapters, starting with chapter 30. Brie fucks the wrong man. <laughs> and I am not happy about it. Oh my it. God. And this was when I texted y'all and I was like, this chapter started off this way, mm-hmm. but I was like, ew, ew, no, no, no. Why are I we going like, on? Nope. If I have never been so happy for a fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want to know about it. Don't want to hear about it. Don't care about it. Nothing, girl, nothing. And then she wakes up to a pleasant surprise, which is the banshee sitting on her fucking chest. Ooh. Telling her she's going to die. Ooh. Um, And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. If you chose the path with Sebastian and you fuck this man, you will die. Mm-hmm. It was well-deserved. Oh, of, of course. I, I'm not saying that she didn't deserve it. Yeah, of course she deserved it. This chapter didn't do anything for me, honestly. Like, the more we no. got into the fact that they were going to sleep together, because I kept hoping, I was like, please stop this. And then it happened. I was like, oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, no. And then with the with the Banshee, I was like, oh, shit. After the fact, he's like, I'll protect you. I'll protect you. But um, while the Banshee is sitting on her chest and she feels like she's drowning and she can't breathe, right. um, she has another vision or a dream with Lark in it. I love Lark. And Lark is party. pretty much like, Lark is like, listen, bitch, you made your choice. Now you're going to have to lie in it. Yes! There are three paths for you now and they all end in death. So I tried to tell you. <laughs> I really loved Lark. And by the end of this book, I was like, Lark is a huge, like, pivotal character that's introduced yeah. very subtly. She's giving Brie really all the information she needs. And Brie is just you like going in the wrong direction. She's useful. Yes. Bro, that's like, does somebody ever ask you like for the answers to test or homework? And then be like, okay, I'm going to use your answer sheet. And then they do everything wrong and still fail. That's what this <laughs> is. That's exactly what this yeah. is. Like, bitch, I literally lined this shit up for you on a silver platter. And here you are. Making all the wrong decisions. All the wrong choices. I can't. So that was the end of chapter 30. It was pretty short. And then I think we move into chapter 31. Yes, we do. Yeah. And Sebastian is like trying to console her and talking about he would never let anything happen to her. The Banshee sat on her chest. You, you, at this point, you don't have any say in what happens to her. Um, And then again, he is pushing the bonding. Yo. Oh my gosh. This... At this point, it was becoming very apparent that there was a reason why he kept pushing it. Like, I was just yes. like, dude, no. And it wasn't just about her fucking safety no. either. No, not at all. He And this one also, he mentions again the potion of life and like how he mm-hmm. can't give it to her if she if she dies. And stuff like fully. Yeah. And I was like, mm, why are we bringing this potion back up? Like. Right. And it's just like, I, but the way that he said it too, it didn't hit me until later in the book when it started happening. Yes. When he was like, oh yeah, I, I want to bond. We have to bond. And then after that, I'll be able to give you the potion of life so that you don't die. Right. And she never asked the question. She was like, well, wait a minute. Why would I die by bonding with you? Right. That was the and question she needed to ask. He had said earlier mm-hmm. that sometimes mortals don't take the bonding well like their bodies can't handle mm-hmm. the magic like that surge of magic but it, the way he said it it wasn't a confident response right yeah yeah, yeah. so i was just like oh. pump the brakes they blamed a lot of stuff on her being immortal 
like this is going to happen to you because you're yes. right and this so you have to do this instead so i can i can see why she was confused with that but i mean you can't be stupid to his track record right yes. thank you yeah no it does dumbass bitch <laughs> <laughs> so after he falls asleep she decides it's the perfect time to go and steal this fucking book oh my god the book turns into a goddamn giant snake. Like I said, Yo. I said it bites the shit out of her. Right? She's like, oh, this isn't real. But goddamn, it feels real. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of all that, she gets caught. This bitch pulls a Tom Cruise and jumps out the fucking window, bro. <laughs> it was Mission Impossible. <laughs> like, I, oh, I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What the fuck is going on here? Please pump the brakes. But it's the fact that like she jumped out the window, made it, jacked herself up when she jumped out the window, and then kept it pushing. And at this point, the book turned into a kid. That was creepy. I ain't gonna lie. I read that. That, that oh, was, was. I was like, oh. Bro, like I said, I told you when he said anything, I literally pictured it turning into anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, it was creepy. It was, I didn't like it. The child was like bleeding from the orifices. Yeah. yeah. And what, what made it more creepy was they said it turned into anything, but it kept repeatedly changing. And yeah. that I didn't expect. I expected maybe a transformation, but not to constantly change it to something else to keep trying to lure you. Like that was creepy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, wasn't there a different um a movie like that had a scene like that? It sounds familiar. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So she's able to get the uh creepy goblin to come and bring her to Morbius. Oh. What we <laughs> girl, what we suspected was true. He starts talking about all this information, how she did so well, and she's like, just Give me the fucking information so I can get the third thing. He's like, but you have the third thing. It's a crown. It's on your head. <laughs> yeah. And she's like laughing about it. And when he got like dead serious, she was like, no. Pretty much Oberon sacrificed his life to save her. Yeah. Um, his mortal lover, her mom, was basically like, my kids are dying or Abri- Abriella is dying. Yes. Um, because of the fire. And so- mm-hmm. The only way to save her was to give her his crown, apparently, and then forfeit his life. I would have pumped the brakes right there because what ex do you know (laughs) (laughs) is going to risk his life and give up his crown, who should go to his rightful heir, to save a child that is not his? I mean, maybe he really, really, really loved her mom. And that's fine. Like, you can really, really, really love somebody. But you knew how much trouble this was going to put your children in. How difficult it was going to make it for them as well. And then on top of that, you knew that you weren't going to live past this. So... I think what kept me in perspective about this is just the knowledge of that time where they saw... Mm. Where they saw arrangements such as marriages as transactions and not necessarily moments of the heart and so i think that is what made me accept that better knowing that he saw whoever his offspring was as the results of a transaction that makes sense then so morbius is like if we do the bonding ceremony the crown will pass over to me and i'm like Everybody knew this. Everybody knew that if they did the bonding ceremony, that the crown would immediately pass over to whoever it was. And I was just like, oh my God. So nobody is innocent. No, nobody is innocent. No, not, one in this person. Is. not one person. It was crazy because it was like, she was, she was used in multiple ways by multiple people, which sucks. 
Um, I think, sorry, I think we're getting a little bit into chapter 32 now as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he tells her that and he tells her the whole story about Oberon and her mom. Thank God it's not incest. Because <laughs> her daddy- It was close. Her daddy died. <laughs> her daddy her, died. Yeah, it did. Her actual daddy died. Bro, when I tell you, I'm not- mm. So maybe we should we should make it clear her, her biological father died in the fire. Her biological <laughs> like, father was human. Was yeah. human. Yes. As well as her mother. So right, right. yes, as well as her mother, she met him after uh, Obi Wan. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was that. Um, thank you. But oh my god, the way that he described like what happened and how Oberon gave his life, and then how it caused the two courts to go into chaos. I was like, this is some fucking telenovela shit. Like <laughs> Telemundo. It was Telemundo. <laughs> Telemundo. It's always oh, Telemundo. It's so much. <laughs> But it was like, it was a lot of information to dump on her um, at once. I think that propels us in the chapter 33. Because mm-hmm. all these are pretty much flowing now. Yeah. That we know what's going on. Oh, sorry. No, this chapter is still chapter 32. Um, But as Ashley said, to hand over the crown, she has to bond. And to bond with him, she will die. But I do give her credit for this scene. The one thing that she did, because she was like, okay, I'm going to call a goblin and I'm going to ask him like straight up. Do mortals die when they bond with Unseely? He's like, mm, yeah. Do mortals die when they bond with uh, Seely? No. So she has her answer. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which also comes up later. Mm-hmm. And she uses the mirror. Yeah. She uses the mirror to see Jazz for real. And like we thought all that shit of her being pampered and having a great old time, moving on up is false. Yeah. That bitch has been locked in a cell, barely able to eat, drink, whatever. And Brie feels really guilty because, like, this whole time she wanted to see that her sister was doing good. So the mirror showed her that. But it's also, I think it's because she's still in the Unseelie court, right? So, like, mm-hmm. that's where the mirror works the best. Whenever she was using it, she was that in too, yeah. the Seelie, she was in the Seelie court or outside of the Unseelie court. So they were, and they it was kind of explained to her. Morbius definitely was like, it's quote unquote broken. And even Finn said, like, it's broken. But now that it's home and it's in the Unseelie Court, it works well. That and her intention changed because she was also thinking, I want to see how she really is doing. She was concentrating Mm -hmm. really hard. It it never confirmed whether it was because of the intention or if it was because of the location. But both, both can easily be true. Right, right. I also get at this point, or I also got at this point, why Pritha and Kane didn't want to save Brie. Because if she died while she was there and they kind of were like able to bond them somehow, the crown would have automatically passed to Finn. Yeah. And they would have been done with all these issues. Yep. But that should show you that you should trust at least a little bit Finn because he wanted to fight for your life and he could have just let you die. Right. Because as you just explained, like it would have been so easy for him to just be like, all right, she's dying. The, the crown will get passed on to me and then we're, we're good to go. You know what I mean? But right. like the fact that he fought for it he fought for it. He fought for her to stay alive. I was just like, this is what I wanted. The bash bullshit. I didn't Thank want you. But this, this is what I wanted. It's like, yes, I get that they lied to you. He lied to you, but he couldn't actually tell you the truth because of the curse. Correct. And then on top of that, like he was trying to, to protect you. So if you can trust anybody in this whole fucked up, you know, fae world, you can at least trust him a little bit. Yeah. So Brie is trying to figure out a way out of this because she does not want to bond with Morbius. So she remembers 
what Lark said in her dream to remember the terms of their bargain because it's all in the wording. I feel like that's also a thing with these Fae books. Yes. Where they make a bargain and they have to remember the terms to like trick the 500 plus year old Fae. That has been in every- The 19 year old. <laughs> that, has, no, that has been in every book with Feyre and, and Tamlin and Feyre and Reese and then Nesta and Cassian. It's been with all of those, right? And then it was with, um oh, the Holly Black book. What was it? The Prince. Oh, yeah. The Cruel Prince. The Cruel Prince. That was another one where yeah. she couldn't get him to actually say stuff. Like he, she had to word it a certain way for him to word it a certain way for her to understand. Like, I'm telling you, they had a summit. They all got together. And they was like, listen, <laughs> we are going to do this, this, and then all of them. Every single author that writes about fairies had a summit and they just got their whole shit together. Do you think it was like a round table or was it like a council meeting? I think it was a round table. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so basically, she figures out that the terms of her bargain say that the items have to be returned, not specifically given to anyone. Mm-hmm. Therefore, breaking the uh, curse or, you know, getting the terms of their contract underway, whatever. Um, yeah. So I was like, finally, get some goddamn common sense. Then we move on to chapter 33 and all hell breaks loose. It's like, oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like a snowball. <laughs> you were just like, what the fuck? Bruh, it wasn't, it wasn't even like a snowball where it rolled up. No. It was just kind of like already made. We're going to have a snowball fight. I turn around. There's fucking shit in my face already. Like, <laughs> like an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I got buried. Wasn't I got prepared. Buried. <laughs> wasn't prepared for how quickly everything just kind of paced and just, it was, it was, it was a Sarah J. Moss method, and it was just very quick. This is very quick at the very end. It was. Yeah. So basically, she kills Morbius. That's really what happens. That was so anticlimactic. I wanted more fight. But before she did that, he returned Jazz. Yeah. But she does end up using her magic and then killing Morbius. And I'm just like, all of that took, what, five minutes? Yeah, I wanted him to suffer a little more. Yeah, it was such a big buildup of how he's such this horrible right. guy and he doesn't belong on the throne and all the horrible things that he does. And then, you know, him or her finding out what he actually did to Jazz, where he actually kept her. I wanted there to be a little bit more conflict yes. there. I wanted there to be a little bit more struggle there. But it just kind of was like, all right, we're done with this guy. Moving on. So that was that. He dies. Um, She gets taken to Finn's catacombs because that's where she wants to go of all places. Oh, my God. Well, because she wants to know. Sebastian had already planted that shit in her head earlier on about Finn's catacombs and stuff. So obviously she wanted to know. And like she got she got answers. She got all types of answers. Bro, what the fuck else did you think was going to be down there? He told you. You know what it felt like, though? It felt like. You know that girlfriend who goes looking in the phone for shit and then hurts her own feelings? Like that's that was the that was the energy. Seek and you shall find. Right. <laughs> but yeah, she goes down there and she's like seeing all the people of his his tribute. Yep. And she knows these are people that willingly offered themselves up when she does talk to him because he's down there. The first one was actually his wife, his mortal wife. And she was like, you killed her? And he was like, yes. But I feel like there's more to that story. I don't think he just killed her for his own benefit. It's the fact that he's owning up for it. Yeah, he's only, he's not hiding anything from you now. He's like, now you know everything. The reaction that she's giving is somebody who's... Like, don't get me wrong. I understand. She's been lied to. People have been have betrayed her and things like that. 
But like then in this case, in this instance, when he knew that she knew about certain things, like I don't feel like he intentionally lied about it. He owns up to it. Like he's like, yeah, I killed them. Like, yes, I did that. And I'm just like, yes. And even to the more to the point, like, yes, I used you. Yes, I lied to you. And I'm sorry. Well, not like I'm sorry, but admitting exactly I did this and I did this. Like, just kind of, like, letting her be in her rage and in her moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting enough, too, she's like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, are you trying to call my bluff? He's like, no, if you want to kill me, I'm not going to defend myself. And she's like, fuck this, and runs away. Like, I... He's, he's, he's <laughs> she can't handle it. Fucking runs away. Oh runs God. away. Runs into the arms of the worst person possible. Bruh, yes. Get to chapter 34. She runs back to the fucking palace. Oh, cringing. And... I'm like literally cringing. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh. Yeah. And it's confirmed as well that Bash has all along known about her crown. She tells him everything about the deal with Morbius and about what happened with Finn. She feels like he's the only person that she can trust. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, they have some healing time and she, I think in this chapter, does she agree to, um, do the bonding? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 She agrees to it. Yeah. So out of all three, out of all three, she agrees to do the bonding with Prince Ronan slash Batch. I would have rather her bonded with Morbius than this <laughs> Like, I... Mm. Isn't do it for me. I, I feel like if I were in her shoes, I wouldn't have bonded at all. I I don't think I would have like, and that's what I kind of was hoping. I was like, well, you don't have great, fantastic choices. You have basically the lesser of evils. You don't. So stay by yourself. Who said you got to bond with anybody? Yes, thank you. You got the boy that 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 was like trying to to make out with you, and then went and immediately fucked somebody right. else. You got. Finn, who doesn't give you any information and you feel like you can't trust him as far as you can throw him, fine. And then you have an evil-ass king and you know everything that he's about and don't trust him at all. Those are not three very good options. And she should have, like she said, she should have stuck with herself. Like she's been doing this whole time. Like, I don't know about this. I don't know if I want to do this. But because you felt so butthurt about Finn, you wanted to go off and bomb with Sebastian. She should have... Thrown on some Beyonce and been singing me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. No, but then do you see the pattern, though, with her? It's she hops from one to the other. So if one hurts her, yes. she immediately runs to the, to the other one. And if that one hurts her, she immediately runs to the to the other one. Like, that. that's not, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's unhealthy. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, I also, it's so crazy, too, because in the first, maybe two chapters of this book. I was like, oh, I like this character. And now I'm just like, this bitch is dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> it's almost hurtful for me to watch her be so dumb. <laughs> like, I, I can't. And we move on to chapter 35 and Bash takes Bree to see Jazz. She actually is in the mortal realms. Morbius kept his word. And um, there's a nice little tearful reunion there. Um, There wasn't much here. Honestly, I thought Jazz was going to die. Well, she wasn't doing fantastic. She was was on the brink of starvation. But, you know, I think what's what kind of disappointed me here was I thought that there was going to be a bigger reunion and something more climatic. And it wasn't. She was just so 
to herself when she saw her and she told her, come back with me to the fairy realm Mm -hmm. because I'll be able to keep a closer eye on you and keep you safe. And her sister was like, no, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good here out of, I guess, trauma. And that's it. That's all we get. Like, I thought there was going to be some type of sister-sister moment. and Yeah, because she's been fighting for her this whole time. So it would have been nice to kind of see that happen. But no, we get rushed into chapter 36. Do you think the reason that she fully went, like, headfirst into that decision is because of Jazz in the last chapter where Jazz was like, oh, have you told him, like, that you love him. That, like, Jazz was, after their, like, whole tearful thing, Jazz was, like, talking to her of basically, like, you know, what she saw when they were together in the mortal realm. And then do you think that kind of influenced her a little more to go ahead and be like, you know what? Yes, let me bond with this man. I don't think so, because the whole book she's been going back to, oh, I love him. And I'm so angry for myself for making this deal where I have to hurt him and steal from him. And he just cares so much about me and blah, blah, blah. So no, she's been in love with this dude. I think what what did it for her was, I. you have a point, she'd been loved him even before, before all of this went down. But also, he's more communicative. And even though she can't fully trust mm. his communication, he's more communicative to... And he always pressed, I want you. I need you. Especially the I need you part. You know, and I think she liked that. I think that mm. that 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 coded her ego, that coded her her trauma, her pain, all those things that she kept talking about. And the abandonment that she was feeling being alone in this realm, no family. And I think he knew that. And he used that to his advantage. Definitely. But I think that was what saved him in that sense. Because... Take that away, and he's just like Finn. Yeah, he played on her trauma. He definitely did. He yeah. played on the. F- he definitely he played did. on her he like did. attachment style and like all that stuff of like her wanting to to be that somebody would want to be with her because she felt as though her mom didn't want her. Her mom abandoned her and like things like that. Yeah, he definitely played on that. That's really fucked up. He played her yeah. like a fucking fiddle, bro. It's mm. second chair. <laughs> Whereas Finn was more looking to save her you get what i'm saying like he just seemed more he wanted her to be more self-sufficient yes there you go yeah Yeah, that's the way to explain it whereas bash was more like i'm here for you what do you need what do you need yes see and that's why we love him (laughs) oh my god so they get to the fucking bonding ceremony (laughs) and she picks she picks a rune right he's like pick a rune any rune this bitch Picks the room that represents loss and Jeez. sorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, exactly. Exactly. That's what the both of you get. And as soon as you pick it, all the, one, all the other ones disappear, so you can't pick another one. I was like, loss and sorrow will be branded on the both of your asses for the rest, for the rest of, of your life. life. Stupid. Oh, no. Stupid. And immediately after they bond, this bitch, go- or this bitch goes into cardiac arrest. I fucking called it. Like... He's trying to, like, give her the potion, and he has a woman standing next to him. Like, it can't you do anything for her? And I don't know who this woman is. They don't say. They're just like, oh, she she has to endure it. And I'm like, could this be Preetha in disguise? Like, seeing if she survives mm. and if the crown successfully gets handed that's over a good, to... That's a good guess. That's to... a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. But I only thought about that afterwards because, of course, what we find out. Um, So she's able to drink the potion, and while she's under... She has a dream and she's talking to Finn. 
And Finn is like, are you okay? Are you happy? And I was like, oh, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. And um, she's like, why are you using or your your powers to get into my dreams? I'm not. This is all you. Like, you reached out to me. I was like, oh, having some regrets, aren't you, bitch? <laughs> I would. <Yeah>. I would. <laughs> Subconscious. Oh, my God. When she comes to, uh, the maids are, like, talking. And they're like, we got to get you up. We got to get you dressed. It's the coronation day. Oh, sorry. This is chapter 37. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's trying to get dressed and shit for the coronation day. And she's like, what's going on? The queen is dead because she stole the book. And Bash said if the book was stolen, his mother could die. So she's feeling really, really bad. And the maids are like, oh, no, 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 no. The queen is alive and well. Bash is getting coronated to take over the Unsealy Court. And I was like, I fucking knew this piece of shit. So basically, Bash is Finn's half brother. And like, it's yep. clearly I knew they were brothers. It's clearly stated because as Dobby said earlier, if she bonded with an unsealy, she dies. And she died yes. when she bonded with Bash, which he knew was going to happen. And that is why he had the potion. So Bash and yep. Finn are actually brothers. And when she died, her crown passed over to fucking Sebastian. Instead of the rightful heir. Who is Finn? Being the yeah. oldest, Finn should have had that crown. Yeah. So the whole situation is just legit. Fucked. And she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. He played me. Oh my God. He can't believe. You can't believe. <laughs> you can't believe. He glamoured the <laughs> like, freaking maids to look like mortals and they're really yeah. fake. Uh huh. He glamoured himself. To cover up all the tattoos that he had from killing all of those tributes. So the chick that we thought, do you guys think now that the chick that we thought he was making out with that made her run to Finn that night was actually a tribute? Yes. I thoroughly yes. believe that now. And he was like, I feel like all of the girls at the palace that were there to marry him were all tributes. Mm. He said he sent them home, but did he? Home to their lord and savior. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Jesus? his catacomb, damn it? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Your home is Jesus. That's where he sent them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh sent them right home. <laughs> so she sees all of the things now that she couldn't see before, physically and like mentally and emotionally. So she's like, he used me just like everybody else. She uses her powers to try to get out of the room. Everybody's screaming because the palace is wrapped up in fucking darkness. And she now that she's bonded to Bash, can feel him about to turn the corner, which is so weird. And he's like, he can't see her, of course, but he's like, Brie, come on, we need to talk. Nah. Nah. I want to talk to you. Right. We have plenty of time to talk. And you didn't tell me shit. And you played me. <laughs> right. I'm like, fuck that. No. And she walks out of the palace and that is where we end. I was like, damn, I don't get to see her try to fight him or nothing. Like, Hopefully that'll be I the hope. second book. I hope that first chapter is a can of whoop ass. Like, I really want Facts. that. I really do. Yeah. I really do. But, bro, I just, I cannot shake the fact that this whole book, I knew he wasn't shit. I knew he wasn't I shit. I feel like we, no, to be honest, I feel like besides you calling it, like, there were little things that immediately we were like, this dude is a fuck boy. Like, the moment we, yeah. the moment we've found, like, the moment he found her 
in um the Sealy Court. I was like, ah, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cause it was just like, how did you <laughs> <laughs> Nobody supposed Nobody to be here? <laughs> It's true, man. <laughs> but there was little hints. Oh, God. There was, I feel like there was little hints at the same time. Us reading it through Bree's perspective, we're, we weren't getting, like, you know what I mean? We weren't getting everything. Everybody had her in the dark. So, like, there were hints, but unless you picked up on them, you weren't really seeing them until, like, the very end when she sees it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, even even with her, or even with this being written from her perspective, a plain mortal that knows nothing, can see nothing. The information that we were given was very, very, very little. Yeah. Very minimal. And I didn't like yeah. that. Like, she, this bitch can sneak around in the dark. She couldn't happen upon a conversation that gave her a little bit more of an advantage or something. Like, I get it was supposed to be like a you can't trust anybody type of thing and nobody's letting her know what's going on and she has to make decisions for herself. But it just felt like, it just felt like it was, we were missing so much. I personally think um, the idea that the author was trying to portray was a good idea. It just wasn't executed in a good way. So I, I I think she was trying to make this character be such a badass character, right? Like such a, independent badass you know whoop ass type of character that we were all like yes but then as we were like reading the rest of the book like we brought up multiple times we're like she's a damsel in distress there was a lot of times where there's certain things that she could have done that would have made her you know a badass character and yet it fell short right you're relying on me to think of her in a higher uh, regard because she's trying to steal this stuff to save her sister and she's cutting off all her hair. I'm like, okay. And I cut off all my hair. Bitch, same. <laughs> so... <laughs> like... Yeah. And also, like, she didn't have an advocate. Like, someone who just had her sole interest only. You know, right. everybody had somebody. You know, Bash had his mother. Finn had his posse. She had nobody. And that also made her seem codependent as well. Yeah. Because not yeah. one person yeah. told her, you don't have to bond. Mm, mm-hmm. You could just do you and, and see where this goes and figure this out on your own. Like, I didn't like that either. Like, I felt like that made her more appear yeah. weak as a weak character, which is strange for a main character who has such responsibility. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The whole thing was weird. Um, Final thoughts. What would you give it as a rating? Um... I would give it a 3.5. Um, Same. But it's because I wanted more of Finn and I wanted more, not just spicy, but like I wanted more of him in the story and him more involved. And like you said, Morgan, more of their relationship because I feel as though 85%, if not 90, 90% of the book was her relationship with Bash. Yeah. Okay, I get it. They know each other. They think they love each other. You know, all this is happening. And like, I would get just snippets of Finn or little crumbs of Finn. And I'm like, okay, but that's the story I want. Like, this is where things are going. So I want to know more about him and this dynamic. It also would have made the ending of the book hit more and hurt more. Yes. Because it's like, 
we knew that Morbius was going to portray mm-hmm. her. I had a feeling that Sebastian was was on some fuck shit and he betrayed her. But if she had more of that relationship with Finn and it was found out that he also betrayed her, that she truly had no one, that would have hit different. I think, I honestly, yeah. So I think if we got more of Finn, his whole situation with the catacombs would have hit more. But like, I wasn't invested in certain things because I felt like, uh, well, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it was just not, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly can say that I don't think I was invested in any of these characters. Yes. I, I even think that she could have played more on the dream hopping. Like, mm-hmm. if if their yeah. relationship blossomed through their dreams. um, This way, there were less stakes involved because they're dreaming. And kind of shared that, those moments together where that ending would have definitely hit more of an emotional note as well. Ending on after she bonds they meet in a dream again, like she seeks him. Like, I felt like it would have been, it appeared yeah. as a random thing that all of a sudden she could do. Yeah, like she tried to give her that uh that Thanos after snap mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. with Finn, where he enters the dream space and she's like, was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> like- but you know, it, it probably would have developed their relationship more. Where yeah. when she had those instances where she was like, I have these feelings for Finn. Like we would have been more invested because we were like, well, damn, yeah. Like every time, every night you go to sleep, you guys are are talking or chit chatting or having long conversations or maybe making out or doing whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? And then that would have made way more sense. Yeah, that just goes into everything we're saying. Like it could have been executed better, and then all the secrecy was just like not necessary. Yeah, so I I definitely agree with the rating of a three point five. I also didn't like how like and and you brought this up, Morgan, like how. Finn's crew, they kept pushing that they were her friends, but then it was all this secrecy. Yeah. And I was just like, well, you can't, you can't sit here and be upset about her doing certain things and you guys aren't telling the full truth. And then turn around and be like, don't save this bitch, let her die. Right. Like, what? Yeah, and then blame yeah. it on the curse. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, it's it's because of the curse that we couldn't tell no bitch. No. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be interested to and bringing this up, we are gonna actually go into um these twisted bonds. Uh I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> it just it feels like it's a it's a good way to finish um to finish a series because we have a lot of other unfinished business we have to get back to with the other series so we'll just go ahead and finish this off but it'd be interesting to see if in the second book they're like oh we've always been your friends Bree. now we're really your friends help us get the the crown back to finn like is there anything you hope to see in the next book more finn oh almost as though um, you know, just yeah, more. <laughs> you know, I more wonder fun. if more if fun. if she could reverse them. That would be amazing. Or if she could bond with multiple people, that'd be oh, cool. or that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and a way to get her crown back, I guess, if she bonds. I doubt she's gonna have to kill Sebastian to get that shit back. You think so? Hey, a way is a I way. Think so that's why she's holding the knife on the front of the cover to his chest. I just want, I want, what I would like is for her relationship with Finn to develop and be established more than what her relationship with Sebastian was. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I think that there's potential in the relationship between her and Finn. I'd like to see some more shower scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'd like to see less of sucking titties through the goddamn cloth. Wait, that's unnecessary. I don't need you doing all that. Uh, I don't need all that. Goddamn. The fact that it took that little bit for her to be all hot and bothered with Bash, but what it took Finn was just a kiss on the neck and up against the wall in the shower scene. Or just a hand placed upon the navel in in the dungeon. That's it. That's it. You know? His hand was just resting on her stomach and she was all hot and bothered. So, yeah. Um... We'll see where the second book leads us, and hopefully it isn't down another fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> hopefully we have much more information to play off of. Get all the answers. And more jazz. And hopefully we have more developed relationships. Oh, yeah. We shall see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, hopefully by the end, I won't want to claw my fucking eyes out. Also, you guys, just want to let you know that we are going to be taking a little break throughout the holidays. And we will be back in January. Uh, With that, we love you guys. Stay tuned to the next episode. Um, And always stay wide at heart. Bye. Bye.